welcome to the Live a Vibrant Life podcast. I'm Life Coach Kelly Tibbetts, and each week I'll be here to encourage and equip you with the tools you need to grow in self-awareness so that you can invest your best energy in your dreams and your purpose. I believe self-awareness changes everything. Let's get started. Friends, today we are here to talk about one of my favorite things in our path to healthy self-awareness, and that's understanding your energy. One of my favorite things that Jesus taught us is that we can love God with all of who we are, heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I think one of the most important things we do as emotionally healthy people is we make sure that we are healthy mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Talk about in my coaching circle. Um, so fall energy for me feels a little bit more engaged, a little more enthusiastic. It's a little bit easier for me to make plans and follow through with them. And I've discovered this year that there is more than four seasons a year in my personal life. What would you say you have when you look at the seasons of a year? So fall for me is a season that has expectation and has some enthusiasm about what is to come. Um, Generally, the days are not, you know, dark and cold yet. So I end up doing a little bit more outside. I end up having longer days to get things done. It's more of a active energy. And if you are noticing, like I'm noticing the ebb and flow of your energy, you might notice that in addition to just a daily ebb and flow, you might notice a seasonal ebb and flow. So for me, summer is sort of a backwards, um, leaning back, relaxing energy where I'm caring for my soul. I'm looking around saying, what are some of the things that I can do to fill my own soul with sunshine? Less of a focus on productivity, more of a focus on the energy required to just become healthy in every season. And then fall, I kind of lean in. So I see it's sort of a leaning in and leaning out of energy. Summer is more of a leaning back, a restorative time. Fall is more of a pushing forward and getting things done. And then we'll get into the holiday season, which then will pull back a little bit of my energy, make sure I have it for the emotional things, um, the relationships that are important to me, make sure that the holidays that are important, I have the physical energy for. And then we'll hit the beginning of winter where we have, you know, somewhere between the start of when work goes back and school goes back, somewhere till about the Super Bowl. It's, it's like the end of January, beginning of February. And that little spurt generally has more of that pushing forward energized, productive kind of energy. People set goals, they set New Year's resolutions. And in that season, I like to be peaceful in my productivity. But then you might notice sort of what is the deep midwinter and more of a leaning back and a huga and taking care of yourself and again, restoring in a very healthy way. And then come spring, you might be pushing forward again and having some of that peaceful productivity moving forward. So just notice that, that each season you're going to have different kinds of desires of either leaning forward and being in that peacefully productive energy or more of a leaning back and working on being restorative and developing the tools that you need to stay healthy in every season. So now that we've set the table for our expectations, 
just notice for yourself, is this a season where you are leaning forward into peaceful productivity or is this a season where you're leaning back and doing some of the restorative work you need to do so that you can be healthy in every season? So for me, I'm leaning forward. Fall is a time of peaceful productivity. So I want to be checking in with my own energy, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. I want to notice what's important to me. I want to decide to focus on one priority and I want to have two or three small action steps that are clear and I can move forward with. And then the third tool we use is the idea of the serenity prayer. There are things I'm going to need to accept, things that I need courage to lean into and do, and the wisdom to know the difference. And having a coach is really key for me in helping me have the wisdom to notice what is mine to have courage for and what do I need to accept. And accept sounds like such an easy idea. I need to accept the things I cannot change. That is not easy. It is not easy to accept the things that you cannot change, that I cannot change. We need to process feelings. We need to notice the thoughts that are driving that expectation. And we need to be able to sit in something like allowing. That's a hard feeling to sit in or um, acceptance. So noticing, deciding, and practicing are always very, very fundamental. Noticing your energy, noticing what you would like, noticing what would you like to not do anymore. Um, Sometimes we end up in a season And right away, our human brain goes back to what we have done the last 20 years. And then the expectations are the same. So, you know, in my instance, I raised three daughters. I was an educator. I was a pastor. So September always felt like it's back to school. It's back to systems. And if I don't stop and notice, well, things have changed a bit. I don't have any children living at home. I'm not a pastor or a teacher. I might still feel that sort of overwhelm of so many things to do and not enough time. But that's not true for me right now. I don't have, you know, sports and school and programs to launch. So maybe you're noticing that as well, that your human brain wants to offer you a thought like there's so much to do. And if you could just gift yourself with enough time to sit down and notice, well, what actually is required in this season? Are there things I can delegate? Are there things I can decide not to do? You might be able to take some of that overwhelm and allow it to leave your body and Instead, focus on one priority at a time. And when we stop constantly feeling overwhelmed, confused, and depleted, there's energy returning to our body so that we can produce results on. And I think that's really the key of having a coach in the first place is deciding that you are 100% valuable, 100% loved. Nothing more is required. You do not need to do another thing to increase your value. You're already 100% value, 100% loved. But Are there things that are important to you that are not getting the energy you'd like? How human of you, right? How human to allow the urgency of life to keep stepping in and moving us off the path of what's important. So notice what's important to you. Decide to focus on one goal. Every time I coach somebody, our human brain wants to offer us that all 16 goals that we have for the next 10 years are equally important and we need to put all of our energy into all 10 at the exact same time. And it's just not possible. It's kind of like getting into a car and you have three different places you need to go. You can't actually drive to all three places at the same time. You need to decide, oh, I'm going to go get gas and then I'll drop off the books at the library and then I'll go to the grocery store. That's what we want to do with our priorities. We want to notice everything that's important. We want to look at the actual calendar that we have of responsibilities we've already said yes to, and we want to decide where could I give some of my very best energy to this one goal that's so important to me, but currently isn't creating the result that I want. And so 
as a coach, I've helped people notice all kinds of things, relationships that they want to improve, time that they give to meal prepping and working out so that they can have a healthy and strong body, um, some kind of dream or business that's in their heart and soul. And if they don't put any energy to it, it'll always feel like it's possible for next year and impossible for now. And more than likely, what the best path is for almost everybody is a few small steps, then we stop and we edit, and we take a few more steps. Okay, I decided to, I'll just use exercise as an example. I want to go to the gym three days a week. Oh, how human of me. I look back and realize that with the struggle I've had over the last six months with my hands, I'm just not getting there every three days or every two days like I'd like. So what can I do instead? Well, I'm going to have to pivot. I'm going to have to edit what's taking up the time and energy that I want to give to this really important goal. Well, other important things. And sometimes that's the reality is you start to notice all the things you want to do and all the things you've already said yes to. And it's going to take some time to get out of some of the responsibilities that are currently taking up all of our time. Or you might decide, I want to keep every single responsibility I have and I just need to enhance the way that I'm currently doing it. Um, you know, one thing I told my daughters is if you're going to want to work, you know, a full-time job and commute and have a relationship, it's okay to find a way to pay people to do some of the things that take up your time so that you have the energy and the time for your job and your relationships. So maybe that's outsourcing grocery shopping or having someone come in and clean the house every so often. Taking the time to notice what you want and then deciding that limits are actually a gift. None of us have unlimited time and unlimited energy. So what would you like to invest your time in? And fall is just a great time to notice what kind of energy do you have? And then to be so kind and loving to yourself as you notice that the energy is not consistent. That there are days where you are highly energized and you wake up and the sun is shining and you have clarity on what you want to do and the day just seems to run so easily. And other days it feels like every single action step takes twice as long as you wanted it to, is more exhausting than you wanted it to be, and nothing's gone wrong. But every single season, something changes. There's a pivot required. Moving from summer to fall, from fall into the holiday season, the holiday season into that early part of winter, each of those pivots require us to stop and to notice what is the reality of my energy. So today's goal is for you to notice how is your energy going into the next season. I'm recording this as we're going into fall of 2023, but whenever you are listening to it, how is your energy today? So again, if you go to Coach Kelly Tippett's on Instagram, you're going to see my energy overview chart. I think this is a really great way for you to just begin the process of understanding your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual energy. I often encourage my clients to just screenshot it and give it a look every day or two and just notice, oh, you know what? For the last week, I've been really feeling emotionally depleted. And then have a curious question. I wonder what's going on that's making me feel emotionally depleted. Now, if you've done some work with me for a while, I just want to offer you each of those areas, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual energy, and they all have, you know, different colors associated. Blue is flow, and you're just like, I could do this all day long. Green is good. Yellow is kind of neutral. You might not notice it. We have the red energy that's feeling kind of hard, and then that gray depleted energy. I would love, if you've been doing this work for a while, for you to put in some real clear words for each of those areas. So if mentally, when you're in blue flow energy, 
What would you use to describe that? I like words like aligned and enthusiastic. What words would you use to describe blue or green energy, just like really good energy? What's neutral energy feel like to you? Is it good? Is it fine? Is it adequate? And then when you get into that red energy, Are you feeling overwhelmed, confused, depleted, exhausted, tired? Just begin to notice. And if you're looking for a book to help you understand what you're feeling and be able to name it and describe it, um, Brene Brown has a book called The Atlas of the Heart. And I have found it exceptionally helpful for me because I don't think most of us have ever been taught what words describe the feelings in our body. And so if you're looking for step one, um, maybe get that out of the library and see if that helps you understand. Hmm, when I'm feeling a little bit depleted mentally, I'm feeling confused. But when I'm feeling emotionally depleted, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Those first steps of self-awareness can really change everything. And if you'd like to go deeper in your own understanding of why you think and feel and do life the way you do, I'd love to have you join my coaching community. You can find out more at kellytippets.com. I have three free workshops there, one on um, pivoting into the fall, another one on helping you understand how easy it is to create a meal plan that will just take away some of that mental energy that is required every day um, when it's time to figure out what we're going to eat, and a third one on the working genius, which is a self-awareness tool that I've been certified in. Um, that was created by Pat Lencioni, and I think helps us really understand where our genius is. And I promise you, you are a genius. So I look forward to connecting next week. Until then, do the work, understand your energy, and know that it's worth investing it in what you have decided is important to you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining the Live a Vibrant Life podcast. I hope our time together encourages and equips you to move forward in your vibrant life. To learn more, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook or visit my website, kellytibbets.com.